The Small Business Show, episode number 99 for Wednesday, December 28th, 2016. folks and welcome to the small business show here at businessshow.co the show by for and about small business owners yes those of us that are just out there making things work making a living hopefully making a living for our employees <laughs> and having fun while we do it here in durham yes. new hampshire i'm dave hamilton and in concord california i'm shannon jean at least i think i think that's who i am today, I, th- so. I think that's where you are yeah yes yes yeah, man. a lot of things it never fails that when we start recording all kinds of beeps and things start happening on my computer. And oh, yeah. People trying to connect with me. Yeah, and, uh, my so world lights to... up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, how, how are you this uh, after Christmas uh, yeah. uh, week? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's, you know, it's a, I think I mentioned this when we were talking last time, but I, it's never really a down week for me. Not that, not that it would be anyway. If I'm in the office, I'm just doing stuff. But uh, but I leave on Monday to fly out to Las Vegas for uh, CES. I guess you don't call ah. it the Consumer Electronics Show anymore. It's just CES. But, ah, yes, uh, yes, yes. So it's um, it, there's a lot going on, you know, but yeah. it's good. Yeah, it, you know, it's fine. It's actually kind of nice. Many people are sort of out of commission this week and, and out of pocket. And that's makes it a little easier because I get transacted less and I can get some of my prep work done for uh, for heading out. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. we've been we've been really busy too, trying to get things done. We're trying to wrap things up so we can head up to uh, Tahoe for yeah. a few days here for New Year's, and uh, oh, nice. but it's been really busy too. Yeah, that's lots good. of stuff trying to squeeze in there, and uh, you know, and since we're on episode ninety nine, I thought it would be cool if we if we took some time this episode and and maybe next episode for one hundred to do kind of a year in review show or a couple of shows and talk about some of the highlights of the year. Yeah, well, we've we've got a lot of new listeners out here and uh yep. i know everybody hasn't listened to every show so um so yeah so let's let's talk about it i i feel like we've got three different types of shows we we, we do our interview shows certainly uh then we have shows where we just blather on about our personal lives uh or our, not not our personal lives but, but our, <laughs> oh, our, yes. our, our personal businesses uh yes and yes. then there are those shows that are the kind of advice and how to types of things where we're sharing tips and, and all of that. And, and obviously, you know, all of these things sort of intermingle into every episode, but uh, in order to break them out for, for the purposes of this discussion, that's kind of, that's kind of what we've done folks. So, so let's start with, um, with interviews. And if I may, Shannon, I would love to start with, um, with the one I feel like is it, I, I have to say it's one of my favorite interviews of the year only because I, I constantly think back about it. And it was the one that we did, with uh, the guy that founded Jungle Scout, Greg Mercer, yeah, and we did it back yeah. in August. He, um, I, I liked, I liked this interview partially because it was it was so full of tips and uh, and real like hard information about how he did what he did and how you could follow at least if I mean I haven't tried yet so I don't yeah. know if if you could take his steps and follow them through to, to, to fruition but it certainly sounds like you could uh, yeah and, and the thing I, I love about Greg is you know I stumbled on to Jungle Scout as I I mean I, I do a lot of business in various marketplaces and learning more about Amazon and you know like eBay 
provides a service that gives you access to all their data, which is phenomenal. It's right. called Terra, Terra Peak, and it, it is one of the keys to the kingdom if you are uh, trying to learn about marketplaces or e-commerce in general to really see, you know, not just what things are advertised for, what you think things are going to sell for, but real world data about trends and and demand and really helps me uh, make buying decisions more than anything else, yeah. uh, what, what we're going to try to sell. And so uh, Greg has a similar company, Jungle Scout, that pulls data from Amazon and it, you know, kind of in, in it has to interpret it a little bit because uh, it's not exact, but it's it's pretty accurate. And, you know, not only does he have this service that he sells this, but he's lived it and he does it. And he's got a great set of tutorials uh, or, or a real world example up on his site at junglescout.com where you can go through and he just picks a few products and ultimately decides on one. In this case, it was some bamboo uh uh, marshmallow skewers of all things. Yeah. And, and remember he made that comment. He said, if your friends think the product you're selling is cool, you're selling the wrong product. Right. Right. And, well, and, and that's know. it. Yeah. He built this for himself, but yeah. he's, he's, he's so matter of fact about it. And what I loved was he said, well, yeah, you know, I needed to, uh, I mean, jungle scout exists to find new products to sell, but this, this started because, he had he found one product to sell without Jungle Scout because it didn't exist. Yes. And and then went through the whole process of, OK, well, I want to have this thing made. So where do I go to have it made? Well, Google will tell me. And so he searched and he found, you know, Alibaba and that yeah. got him to a thing. And then and then his Alibaba vendor said, who's your freight forwarder? And he said, I don't uh, Google freight forwarder. You know, yeah, what does exactly. that mean? And he just he never let the so much of. Uh, I feel like, you know, my own personal limitations are that if I don't know the answer, I feel and this is stupid, but I feel like, well, I should be ashamed that I don't know the answer or I should know the answer, whether I'm ashamed yeah. or not, you know, but yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I should know mean? the answer. And and he he doesn't experience that. He's like, well, I don't I don't know the answer. Let me go find it. And he goes and finds yeah. it. Uh, OK, this sounds good. And then he, he just does it. And they ask, where do you want your stuff delivered? Well, I don't know. Uh, I guess my house. You know, sure. so yeah, he had it all delivered started, to his yeah. house. Yeah. Now he sends yeah. it straight to Amazon and he, you know, he, he learned along the way as we all do, but you know, he has that, uh, you know, I, I call it child's mind or beginner's mind, right. That, that just, Oh, you know, okay, fine. Let's keep going. And we all experienced that in the beginning of our businesses. And it, I, I, I think out of that interview, I took a lot. Uh, I, I, I realized, well, you know, if I had to pack up what I'm doing uh, currently, you know, tomorrow, I could certainly go and sign up for a Jungle Scout account and probably start making money pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, know, I'd yeah. lose some along the way. But sure. That's OK. That's how you learn, right? That's how you learn. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah. that kind of child's mind of just, you know, uh, remembering what it was like at the beginning. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I think it's a perfect example of, you know, figuring something out for yourself and then realizing, hey, there's got to be other people out there that would benefit from this. And, uh, you know, it, it totally makes sense. And, it, and it's pretty transparent. He's got a lot of stuff up on junglescout.com that's free and, and you can use it and it's very useful without having to pay for it. And then there's some advanced things that you can uh, subscribe to that, you know, help you out. And he's, he's, uh, I think he's an innovative guy and uh, you know, he, he made the, you know, this phrase on the, uh, on the show where he was escaping employment. And I thought that was powerful, you know, that, yeah. uh, 
I always say, you know, entrepreneurs are guys that, uh, you know, and, and, uh, that, that will work 80 hours a week to avoid having to work 40 hours a week. Uh, yeah, you know, that's for right. somebody else. For somebody and, else. And, yeah. Yeah. That's true. So I, I, I would definitely recommend you jump back and listen and, you know, we're going to link all this in, in the show notes for this episode. Of course. And, uh, you definitely want to listen to Greg's story and it, not only will it motivate you, but you may find something useful, you know, up on, on his site as well. Yeah. The the uh, the next one on our list was the interview we did with Harold Sino. I'm probably Sino, yeah, Sino, yeah, yeah. Who created a company called Max Station and and then uh, sold that off and uh, and and decided to take some time and and traveled the world with his family. And uh, I mean, he worked hard for a, for decades yeah. with uh, with Max Station, but but it was very interesting to kind of hear him. Uh, you know, talk about, you know, I called it a victory lap at the time. I'm, I don't know that that's the right. I term. like that though. Yeah, no, but it's, right. It's I got a ring to cool. it. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. good. I mean, he was, he, he did it in, in a way that, you know, he took his kids out of school and they homeschooled them. They, they, uh, Went to Europe and with a one-way ticket, bought an RV, drove around, stayed at different places, and you know it's it's sounds really, it just sounds awesome, you know. Yeah. And 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 along the way, his kids explored some stuff and found some things they were interested in, and they've actually started a business related to that stuff. Yeah. We're going to have him on the show next year. Um, and uh, Harold's a really uh, 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 a, a great guy. I've known him for years. Um, done, you know, always open to trying new things. And um, you know, now he's in the real estate business and doing some development and everything. And and I do think that is a great way to do it. Is you know, once and he admitted, he's like, hey, I was away from my family a lot while I grew my business, and this was my opportunity to really connect with my kids while they were still young and their early teens, and uh, you know, head out for a year. Yeah. And, and learn something. I thought that was, that was really cool. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. one stuck in my head. All right. Yeah, the, yeah. uh, the next one on our list is, is the one that we did with Paul Goodman from Pura Vita bracelets back in March. Why don't you take this one, Shannon? Yeah, it's such a great story. So I, I was speaking on a panel at a PayPal conference and Paul was on that panel as well. And, and, uh, you know, I'm like Mr. Question, you know, I started asking everybody, you know, what do you do and how did you get here and this kind of thing. And, and, you know, their story is just, it's, it's fantastic. You know, they were hanging out down in Costa Rica after they graduated and, you know, uh, met a couple guys on the beach that were, you know, uh, locals that were selling these, you know, little bracelets. And these guys were homeless at the time. They were just living on the beach and trying to, you know, do whatever they could to make ends meet. And so, this is the best part is because I could totally see myself doing this. Oh, well, how many of those braces do you have? And so they bought everything they had, uh, you know, and took the whole tray or cart or whatever they had. And they came home and they built a business around it and started Pura Vida. And now they, they employ, I think a couple hundred or at least contract with a couple hundred yeah. people down in Costa Rica. And then I'm sure they have a bunch of employees here. And, uh, you know, these were the guys that really got my uh, head spinning about the social media business because at the time, you know, they had like 700,000 followers on Instagram and some crazy number like that on Facebook. And that was their big driver of business. And I just kept thinking, I have to get into this. I have to figure this out because there's, there's something to it here, you know, that I'm missing at the time. And uh, we're going to talk about that later, but it was great to hear Paul's story and him and his partner and, you know, talking about walking around San Diego 
you know, uh, state university and like handing out these little string bracelets and asking, uh, people to go, you know, mention them on Facebook and this kind of thing. And, uh, it was awesome. And this yeah, is where you gorilla said, marketing at its best, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and this was, we started talking about the beer test, right? Yeah, these uh, are two guys <laughs> having a beer and they had an idea. Yeah. And they executed and then they executed, right. That's the critical part. Cause you know, one of Dave's, you know, famous, uh, you know, lines I really like is your ideas. You know, if you want it to be worth something, go write it on a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. Um, the idea is not worth much because most people can't execute. And so most people aren't you, willing to execute. Yeah, that's I would right. say They're most people willing. can execute. It's fine. Yeah. It just takes hard work. You just got to commit. I mean, listen, yes, if you take yes. anyone and you put them in a box that's filling with water, they're going to figure out how to get out of the box. They're going to execute. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's right. right. It's so it's just deciding yeah. when you're going to do that. And that's the man I've seen. And I mean, my businesses are examples of this. Yeah, well, I've mine seen too. average ideas work out just fine. Even crappy ideas work out just fine if you're yeah. willing to, to execute and so much of execution. So you need to get a little bit lucky, but that's just opportunity meeting uh, inspiration. Right. Yeah. And, and so you need to. But you do. You need to get a little bit lucky and you need to get, uh, you know, timing and all of that stuff needs to happen. But. You really just need to have bullheaded persistence. Yeah, you have to slog your way through it, that's and, it. and that's where and just most keep folks going. Don't yeah, stop. Mo- yeah, yeah. Most folks stop after a certain time because they don't get quite the results they want, or it, rather than um, adjusting and continuing, they often kind of throw the towel in, thinking it's it's not going to work. You know, right. and and uh, uh, so yeah, the, the, go back and listen to that Pure Vita interview, and um, and then jump on their website. You'll see quickly how these guys are now making, making their own clothes and everything, but it's a, it's a great, great example of uh, using social media. It's, it's fantastic. I'm v- very envious of their success, which is great. I That's great. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Moving uh, to uh, yeah. Bob Gruel of Seapoint business advisors, episode 61 in April. What, uh, I think you put that on the list, Shannon. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Bob is, you know, a real grounded guy. Um, you know, in my career of owning, you know, a bunch of different small businesses over time, you, once you get to some level of success, you, you start getting approached often from companies uh, wanting to help you sell your business. And, um, you know, more often than not, these guys, these groups often want a lot, some money up front and they're kind of sh- maybe not so, they're maybe a little shady and it's kind of weird, you know, and, but Paul, or I'm sorry, Bob, very grounded guy. It's very straightforward. Look at your business from a, a, a very uh, skeptic's uh, viewpoint, which is what you need, um, because that's how people are going to look at it from the outside. And um, really successful, down to earth guy. Uh, and, and he really spent the time with us talking about you know how to get your business ready to sell it and what kind of things a business advisor or a a broker type person can help you with everything from making sure your finances are in order and, and stated in such a way that they really reflect your business. You know, one of the things that many small businesses do, and we've talked about it and recommended it here is you, you know, a lot of your expenses go through your business. Um, and it's part of leading that charmed life. Uh, all, you know, uh, on the up and up and normal expenses, but uh, 
when you go to sell your business, you may need to restate some of those things to to reflect the the your profits and that kind of stuff. So uh, if you if you interested in that, you know, go back and listen to Bob's uh, the C Point Business Guy. It was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It was a um, it was a good. Uh, I liked it. That was good. Uh, the next one on my list is Paul Downs, the author of Boss Life. Oh, Paul, great. Paul was such an interesting <laughs> cat. You'll listen to this he interview is. and you'll hear him talk at first. And, he, you know, I, I love you, Paul, but you kind of sound <laughs> yeah. like Eeyore. Um, yeah. You know, he sounds yeah. just very like, oh, OK, you know, yeah. very yeah. just like what, whatever. But very successful. Almost it's if you just sat and listened to it, you would think, wow, this guy's successful in spite of himself. No, that's that's not true. You, you right. know, he's a very astute cat, but, but very much not the uh, small business owner, the, the prototypical small business owner. I mean, you listen to Shannon and I, right? We're these high energy, crazy people can't yeah. stop talking like that. He's just like, yeah, well, you know, I had the opportunity to do this. And so I did this and, and uh, you know, I just put the numbers out there and people seem to like it. And, you know, yeah, like that's it. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You need to read this book. I mean, this book is unlike any the book. Boss Life is unlike any uh, business book you you will ever read. I guarantee it. And it is simply a kind of a year in the life of um, Paul Down's business. You know, he's in the furniture. Well, the primarily the conference uh, table, but, but very high end specific, uh, you know, conference room tables and business furniture and that kind of thing. And the, the thing that impressed me, this is a guy that was going out of business and he reached out to the New York times small business blog and said, Hey, maybe would people would be interested in hearing about my company as I go out of business where, where I think the natural reaction is like stick your head in the sand and like, I don't want anybody to know that I'm going out of business. He reached out and, and built a career around it yeah, <laughs> you know? and, and wrote this book and then saved his business, you know, and, and, uh, it, it, it's not a, uh, terribly uplifting book and maybe that reflects his personality, but it is, I found it very inspiring because, I have experienced so many of the things he really discussed. And uh, uh, I, I can remember telling my wife, I'm like, man, this is us at certain points of our career. This is us right here. And so I reached out to Paul and just started talking to him. And then he was gracious enough to come on the show. And uh, it's a very worthwhile uh 30 minutes of your life to listen to his story and go read that book. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. 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 The book, the book. Yeah. 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 The book was great. Yeah. Uh, all right. Brian, uh, Brian O'Connell from Maris engineering was episode 63 from uh, it back in April as well. I, I, what, a, what an interesting, like the biggest thing that I learned from that was, was the concept of essentially what you and I do for each other and, and for anybody that, that wants to ask here. And that's creating yeah. that advisory group, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. Or join, I guess he joined an advisory group. Uh, that he did. Kind of yeah. yeah. kind of beat him a little bit. Uh, they did. Yeah, they didn't. It, it, you know, he, he, he was growing out of control and it, it was really a challenging time for him. And, you know, the, this advisory group that he had joined uh, uh, had said, hey, you need to hire a CFO like right now. And he kept putting it off, thinking he couldn't afford it. And then when he went back to the meeting, they said, hey, you know what? It, it, 
if you're not going to hire a CFO, there's like, I think it was like, you know, there's no reason for you to come back here. Yeah. Don't come because, back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really hardcore, which is great. Yeah. And so he, he hired a CFO, figured out how to make it work. And, you know, he said it was like the best thing he ever did. And it helped them really formalize their business. And, uh, uh, it's a great story in a, in a business that I know absolutely nothing about, you know, they're chemical engineers and they primarily deal with water, uh, treatment stuff. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't talk about it on the show. I don't, I don't recall, but uh, I'm friends with Brian's brother. And one of the stories we always talk about is they figured out how to take what used to be a 50 gallon drum of, uh, material that would be shipping all over the country, all over the world, actually to ship, to treat water. And they figured out how to make it a pill that they could just put in an envelope and mail. Yeah. That's, that's some uh, badass stuff right there. <laughs> that's, that's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, yeah, so that was good. And, uh, it, it is definitely a great lesson on, on, we always talk about having an advisory group, whether it's a paid group, whether it's your, you know, unofficial board of directors, your attorney, maybe an insurance guy, maybe a real estate guy, whoever it is, your banker. Yeah. That, that you can, somebody, you know, even just listening to this show and calling in or emailing us, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, you, you need to have some outside uh, voices that can help guide you and, uh, you know, help motivate you and also tell you when you're not doing stuff right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Right. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tim Cody, episode 77 back from, uh, what was that? Uh, July, I guess. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. He, um, the, the thing I, I liked about Tim was, I mean, he created, he had a, he had a decent idea. But man, execution, right? Yeah. I mean, this is like <laughs> right. execution on rails in and the way he built that company and really his biggest asset was the right to do business in all the states that he had earned the right to do business through licensing right. and all of that. It made his it makes his business this massively yeah. valuable thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and they, they basically, you know, created a bank, if you will, um, but you know, just focus on handling foreign exchange, you know, and, and Tim is another guy, you know, and I've had many beers with Tim uh, and we're always talking about ideas and this concept for this business is one over, you know, he had over a few beers and uh, they just put it together and executed it uh, correctly. And, you know, he told, and he also told a story of the uh, bartender at the place they used to go and, you know, meet, uh, the, the bartender asking him if he could interview for a, a position and Tim kind of, oh, you know, maybe whatever. And then finally, okay, great. And, and it turned out that the bartender came and uh, really uh, put in the time and effort yeah. and, and became their number one employee. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it's still there today. I know. Uh, so it was great. It was great. Yeah. Talk about the beer test, right? I mean, this is a guy yeah. serving you beer. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and, you know, they're, this is a very large company now and, uh, you know, does worldwide transactions and he's just a regular guy, you know, uh, his kids, my kid and his kid play lacrosse and then the same team. And, and so, uh, I love hearing about, you know, again, I'm a question guy, so I'm on the sidelines asking people, what do you do? You know, that's my go-to thing. And yeah. if you, if you, you know, own a small business, you're probably going to come on the show. <laughs> so yep. as, as I, uh, you know, lean on you a little bit, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really good show to listen to about execution and also about, um, you know, I have a tendency to look at large companies and forget that, 
they were small at one time, you know, it, it, and I often overlook that. And so I'm reminded, um, you know, on a show like that with Tim Cody is here's a guy that's just like you and I, yeah. you know, that just put in the time and effort and had a niche and, uh, you know, did really well with it. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. I've always said, That's I don't cool. want to get into a business that requires, you know, like, like overreaching licensing and all that stuff. But Tim did that, and that's part of his asset right now, yeah. is that there is a barrier to entry. Yes, that's correct. And it's a niche. It's not so easy. It's you know? not. Yeah, right. So, But then he tells stories, you know, about how they were heading to the casinos to get cash and oh, yeah. overnighting FedEx envelopes, This you know, 20 years ago when they were starting a business and this <gasps> kind of thing. So there's some really fun stories in there as well. Um, yeah, that's, and, worth, and that's it's worth listening just for that one. That's right. Yeah, we always ask, you know, uh, you know, Tell a story about your business, something creative, and usually it makes, you know, often it's the best part of the interview. Totally agreed. Speaking of stories, um, the last interview we have on our list here is the one that we did with Jason Snell back in, I think that was March, right? Yeah, it was March. Uh, Of course, Jason started at, uh, well, I mean, he started before that, but but he had a long history at um, Macworld and Mac user before that, and then left Macworld kind of as the uh, as the the major changes were happening there and uh, and started out on his own. And after being a company man for, you know, literally decades, he went out on his own and started a, you know, a website called sixcolors.com and he's been doing well, but it takes, you know, it takes a whole different set of skills as most of us listening to this show know to, to run a small business because now all the hats are yours. And, uh, and it was interesting hearing him talk through that. He, uh, and he's been doing a great job with it. Obviously he leveraged the following that he built up uh, during his time at Macworld. But uh, you know, I think that's that, that having built that following is a testament to him more than it is to Macworld anyway. But, uh, but the fact that he went and leveraged it and, and you know, kind of gambled on that, uh, that's a good thing yeah. to see. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I, and I, I, you know, put this on the list for me because it's it it really speaks to being resilient, and uh, you know, finding your way. And even though you know you may have worked for somebody for you know decades, to be able to roll out and you know start your own thing and and uh, be in control of your own destiny, it's a, it's a powerful thing, and it's a difficult thing to make that first step. But often you talk to people that have done it, and then they look back and go, "Oh, I wish I would have done it sooner." Um, and, and the other part I, I really like about um, that interview, and I'm, I'm not sure we talked about it on, on the interview, but it it really speaks to the this concept of uh, a thousand true fans. And you know, there is uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, let me see if I can get his name here. Uh, Kevin Kelly. He came up with a concept called that you could start a business and be very successful and financially successful as well. If you could just find a thousand true fans that were willing to pay you for whatever it is you did, whether you were a, a blogger, a painter, a musician. And, you know, I think that, um, uh, you know, he, he's Jason's on that journey, you know, yep. once you, you get to that and uh, there's a few guys online that i you know, pay a monthly fee to, you know, get their newsletters and that kind of stuff. And I think it really works. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very, very interesting uh, stuff. And, and we love learning from these people, but we also do learn from each other and we've learned some things that we can share with you. Um, so kind of it, bridging the gap between the interviews 
and the how to's, let's talk a little bit here and maybe wrap this show up with uh, some of the things that you and I have done uh, this year. Back in February, we actually interviewed each other. Yeah, that's right. Where, uh, you know, we decided it was time for our stories. They had sort of trickled out here and there, but uh, but we decided it was time to dig in. And and I actually learned some things about you. And I think the the reverse was true. Uh, Yeah. But, you know, it's it's, yeah, because you don't. You know, you ask, like you said, you start with the what do you do, but usually it sort of trails off and you don't really learn the whole story unless you sit somebody down and say, I want to learn the story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, yeah. you know, up, up on the our, our website at businessshow.co, you know, there's a there's a page that kind of like, you know, who are these guys and Dave's background and mine as well. But no, it was a great show and, and we're able to just talk about, you know, our business. I mean, who are we to sit up here and talk about this stuff? Right. right? And, and right. that's one of the reasons I always say I'm learning the most on this show and I'm getting the most out of it. And uh, hopefully everybody else is as well. I, I would think by the, you know, subscriber growth that that's true. Um, but that's a great episode to listen to. If you'd like to learn more about, you know, our backgrounds and, yeah. and our history. But it's, you, it's you, uh, it, it, well, we both start talked about starting yeah. businesses this year, and uh, and I want to I want to talk about both of those because they both took very different paths. Uh, but you started uh, Shannon's Closet for lack of a, is that the, is <laughs> that right. the name of the business? Is that the no right no name no to call no? It? So no, okay. we we started a company called uh, and we've always had a trading business, and what I mean by that is we you know I like to buy and sell. I'm interested in the you know deeply interested in the delta between what I can buy something for and what the market will pay for it. And so I'm always looking for things and experimenting with, you know, I have a warehouse and a forklift and a, you know, a bunch of stuff and there we try, I try different things. And so after that Pura Vida interview, when I saw the power, you know, I knew and we do social media for other businesses and it's okay. But when I really saw how they were doing, I said, look, you know, I've got to get into this. So we, we have some connections in the fashion business and I wanted to get, you know, into the business that was, uh, Something emotional, which is kind of like the Mac business, the Apple business, at least it used to be, maybe not so much anymore, but um, something you're emotionally attached to, something that's lightweight, and so we picked handbags, and and also something that had a high value, uh, or, or let's say high perceived value. But perhaps that I could use my resources to get at a you know a certain price point, which which we did. So, you know, we started selling on certain platforms. Uh, Poshmark has been the one, and I wanted to start a business I could just run on my phone, just just it, no, no other, no website, no anything, just to be everything with my phone, and we've done that. I mean, we do some stuff via web browser on a computer, but ninety five percent of it is all done on the phone via apps, um, and you know we've got about thirty one thousand followers now since June, and we're moving product every single day, and and I've had a great time, and you know, it really helped to energize me. It gives me something else to do. Like you said, Dave, you know, we're, we're high energy guys that uh, I get bored, you know, after a while when things start working, it's like, okay, this is cool. You know? So, uh, so that was, that was a good, we talked about that and we touched base a little more and, um, I've had, it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And how about yours? You were now, you talked about, and this, I think, this business concept that you, you know, this expert witness business you were talking about is right up your alley because you're very analytical uh, and also have a unique way of looking at things um, 
And you're not afraid to uh, step in and contradict someone or say, no, no, actually, it's this way. Right. Which is which is great. And I think uh, uh, a really good trait to have. Yeah. So I started heading down the path. I actually, uh, as I said, I was going to sign up with a couple of, uh, you know, agencies, if you will, to sort of get the lay of the land and figure that out. And then my assumption was down the road, I would probably, you know, break off from the agency because why do I need them unless I found out why <laughs> I needed them? And then, yeah. you know, knowing myself, I project down the road even further it's like okay then i start the agency and now i'm making money off of other expert <laughs> witnesses this is how things have gone so it was like yeah. all right that's fine but but really i was getting into it because exactly like you said it sounded like fun for me yeah yeah and then two weeks later i got sued it had nothing ah. to do with the yeah. expert witness business but yeah. it did sort of derail that because getting involved in that while there's pending litigation uh is not uh, not something I didn't want to, there was no reason to tarnish my, my reputation with people walking in the door. I think if I had already had an established business, this little thing, and I'll explain briefly what it is in a second, but sure. Um, it, but this little thing that I have going would not really be a problem, but walking in the door guy that, and I talked to some people about this and they agreed. And so I was like, okay, I got to put it on hold. Um, and, uh, you know, walk in the door. Who are you? Okay. Here's my pedigree. Oh, okay. We still don't know you, but your pedigree certainly, you know, gets you, uh, further down the path. By the way, is there any pending litigation against you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, sure. um, we'll move on. There's no, yeah. there's no attachment to me yet. So that's an easy dismissal. So it was like, all right, crap. I got to put that on the back burner. Yeah. No, I, um, I, like, like you said, I'm not uh, afraid to contradict people. Yeah. And uh, and I was involved with actually a fantastic and I do have to be careful what I say, because I, I am under sure. an injunction uh, not to say anything bad about the company or the people involved. Um, not that I would anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I you say that. Yeah. It's just not who I am. But um, right. it, also, I have a, a vested interest that I'm fighting to protect in uh, in this entity. So <laughs> there's there's really no reason for me to speak poorly. Uh, of it. Uh, but uh, but there, there was a, a disagreement, if you will, between uh, two of us, three co-founders. And uh, and it obviously got ugly enough that uh, that uh, litigation was filed against me. And uh, and so we've been dealing with that and, and kind of, you know, that the, the wheels of justice, they move, yes, but they move right. very yeah. slowly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get you'll get through it. Well, and it's oh, we will. It, it, yeah. It, yeah. And it kind of leads, you know, the, the last thing we had uh, was our episode 66, uh, mm. where it was, you know, the, the, the subject line for that one is, you know, talk about a crappy week, <laughs> you know, yes. and I think I came into that. Uh, if I look at this picture, it's a picture of a hole in the floor with like a river running through it in the back of my building. Um, hey, hang on one issue. second, Shannon, your yeah. Skype connection is just dancing on the edge of not uh, OK. It's sort of been uh, dancing there many yeah. times throughout the episode. But go, go ahead. I think I think we're OK. okay. Yeah, go ahead. I think we're OK. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just remember coming in and and so I thought, well, hey. I've just had a horrible week and you had had some issues as well. And we talk about, you know, again, cause we talk about it all the time, you know, powering through your problems. And, you know, one of the issues that I always think about, cause I'm a, just a, you know, raging optimist is not letting that, uh, being prepared for adversity, it's going to happen and you can't get down. You just have to kind of, you know, don't be overly optimistic and, and how to handle it when things just don't go right. And cause it's some, oftentimes they won't. Um, 
and kind of back to your comments earlier about being successful or having your business successful is you just have to grind your way through it. Um, and, uh, we, you know, we, we moved into here, we talked about some lawsuit issues and talking with your attorneys and, um, and we also mentioned, you know, the outside advisors again, uh, yeah. with the group again. So it, it was a good show. It was kind of varied and, um, you know, uh, there, there was some good tips in there and it was, it was great. Cause I got to rant a little bit. So it was really nice. Yeah. yeah no, it was cathartic for sure. Yeah. yeah. We both yeah. needed it at the time. And then, and, and, you know, everything's good. If, if anybody's interested in more of the details of what's going on, if you know me personally, feel free to ask there, there's, it's just not worth, there's too much dirty laundry here, but I will yeah. tell you that the, the project that we built was freaking awesome. And still is. Uh, yeah. It's it's called ScheduleMe.io is the URL that you can go to. Um, the the engine there, it's freaking amazing. We we built this thing that allows you to um, to schedule meetings when other people have availabilities in their schedule without um, having to involve that person. Uh, as long as they've they've kind of given you the ability to do that via the cloud, and it all happens kind of instantaneously. And uh, I'm pretty proud of it, actually. We, it's a pretty cool thing that we've built. And, uh, awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, hopefully this litigation can uh, not impede the progress of the project. So, there sure. You go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah it stuff. happens. It happens. Oh, it totally. Of yeah. course. Of course it happens. You get yeah. strong personalities involved. And, uh, you got it. And, yeah, communication <laughs> breaks down, and here we are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've kind of burned through about a half hour. So I, I want to, you know, we've got a, a, another set of, you know, shows we'd like to talk about in next week. And uh, why don't we roll those into the next show? Yeah, let's, let's do that. We, um, you know, I think, I think just as a tease, the one that we're yes. going to start with for you folks is uh, the executive summary, because that is where, uh, that's where the good stuff happens. That's where you get to pat yourself on the back for all the good That's stuff right. that, uh, that you've done because no one else uh, might do that. So, yeah. You got it. Very good. Well, uh, we're coming up against the end of the year then, right? Because this. Uh, That's it. Happy New Year, 100. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Happy New Year. And uh, onward to 2017. Yeah, man, it's uh, crazy. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I, I, yeah, I have a feeling. Uh, you know, 2016 for for us and our businesses, we actually had a ton of fun. Our revenues are down uh, year over year, uh, a right. little bit. Yep, but but uh, profits were up, and everybody's happy. No, that's good. So, yeah, but but the, in the last like six weeks, it, we've really paved a path uh, through some hard work, but also just some again fortuitous timing circumstances that we were prepared to take advantage of uh i don't you know it's that's nice. luck but yeah, uh, sure. but i feel like t- 2017 already is off to a fantastic start for us so i'm 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 really optimistic in fact i'm 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 cautiously optimistic about next year and i'm rarely cautiously optimistic but i don't want to get ahead of myself so yeah yeah it's good stuff man yeah, yeah very good that's it awesome. folks we will uh We'll see you next week, and uh, yeah. we'll finish up this uh, this little year in review. Find us at businessshow.co. Go to businessshow.co slash Facebook to find our great small business support group. Tell us your stories from the year. Happy New Year, everybody. Take care.